Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I am David Kern. Today is Wednesday, April 22nd, 2020. The poem that I'm going to read today is by Richard Wilbur. I've read from him before, maybe, maybe a time or two too often, although in my estimation, you can't read too much Richard Wilbur. He's probably, uh, I hesitate to say this, but he's probably my favorite poet. He's certainly up there. He lived from 1921 to 2017. The poem that I'm going to read today is called The Reader. It comes from his 2004 collection, New Poems. It goes like this. She's going back these days to the great stories that charmed her younger mind. A shaded light shines in the nape, half-shadowed by her curls. And a page turns now with a scuffing sound. Onward they come again, the orphans reaching for a first handhold in a stony world. The young provincials who at last look down on the city's maze and will descend into it. The serious girl, once more, who would live nobly. The sly one who aspires to marry so. The young man bent on glory and that other who seeks a burden knowing as she does what will become of them in a bloody field or Tuscan garden. It may be that at times she sees their first and final selves at, at once, as a god might to whom all time is now. Or having lived so much herself, perhaps she meets them this time with a wiser eye, noting that Julian's calculating head is from the first two severed from his heart. But the true wonder of it is that she, for all that she may know of consequences, still turns enchanted to the next bright page, like some Natasha in the ballroom door. Caught in the flow of things wherever bound, the blind delight of being, ready still to enter life on life and see them through. You may have heard my, uh, this one of my kids, I'm not sure, I'm not sure which one, I'll walk into the room as I was reading, so I apologize for that. There's a lot about this poem that I love. Um, it's so satisfying, first of all. It begins with the reader. It begins with the she, who is, who is uh, going back to the great stories that charmed her younger mind. And it ends with her. And in between, we get a, a list of characters, almost like a list of like, like, like a, um, cataloging of the ships in, in Homer. Um, one of the things that I love is that this book just suggests so many different characters. You know, for example, there's the line about this sly girl who aspires to marry. Could be, say, Elizabeth Bennet from Pride and Prejudice. Could be any number of Jane Austen stories, I suppose. Or you get the orphans reaching for the first handhold in a stony world, which could be David Copperfield, say. But, but Wilbur wisely doesn't give us those names because it keeps it so much more universal, so much more suggestive, so much more in keeping with each of our own reading habits and our own favorite books. So I love that he keeps those questions just a little bit, uh, uh, you know, under the surface there. He, he doesn't tell us exactly what she's reading, but he suggests the great tradition of great books yeah. throughout, throughout all those, those characters the page turns with a scuffing sound like a door opening on a on a floor that's uh you know a hardwood floor or a carpet say and then onward they come again i love that image there of the door the page opening like a door and onward these characters come and then at the end it reflects on the poem reflects on the reader herself judging the characters in a sense 
um, looking at the choices the characters have made and the things that happened to them with the wisdom of having lived a long time, bringing herself to the story. But for all that, for all that she may know of consequences, all that she may have learned, she still turns enchanted to the next bright page. I love that image of someone who has the wisdom to judge a character, to, to, to be able to assess what happened in a book, still turning to the book with an enchanted eye, with an imagination that is still enchanted. The first line of the poem is, she is going back these days to the great stories. And then that line continues it and jams into the second line that charmed her younger mind. And I find that line so satisfying because it sets so much up for the rest of the poem. It's a, the first line stands alone. It can stand alone. She's going back these days to the great stories. That could be its own sentence. That stands alone in and of itself. But then we get that phrase that charmed her younger mind. And it takes those great stories. It takes that tradition that she's turning back to and puts it in the context of her imagination, which then is how the story ends, or the poem ends, rather, uh, being back in her imagination in between are all these characters that she loves. So I, I'm, I, I find this a very satisfying Richard Wilbur poem. And here it is one more time, the reader. She's going back these days to the great stories that charmed her younger mind. A shaded light shines on the nape half-shadowed by her curls, and a page turns now with a scuffing sound. Onward they come again, the orphans reaching for a first handhold in a stony world, the young provincials who at last look down on the city's maze and will descend into it, the serious girl once more who would live nobly, the sly one who aspires to marry so, the young man bent on glory and that other who seeks a burden. Knowing as she does but what will become of them in bloody field or Tuscan garden, it may be that at times she sees their first and final selves at once, as a god might to whom all time is now. Or having lived so much herself, perhaps she meets them this time with a wiser eye, noting that Julian's calculating head is from the first two severed from his heart. But the true wonder of it is that she, for all that she may know of consequences, still turns enchanted to the next bright page, like some Natasha in the ballroom door, caught in the flow of things wherever bound, the blind delight of being, ready still to enter life on life and see them through. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you.